0: Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes Podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, 499, or 999, you are helping me chase after mine.
1: They had a false start. I'm gonna start over. Welcome to our double podcast episode. My name is Ann Harrison Barnes from Inspirational Journeys, and I'm here with Jen Lowry from Jen Lowry Writes. Ann is
0: having technical difficulties over there, so if I keep telling her she sounds like an alien from Mars, we've been trying to do this for the past hour. And I'm Jen Lowry from Jen Lowry Writes Podcast, and Ann and I are dear friends, and we wanted to get on here today and celebrate and talk about goals and just catch up on the writing life with you guys. So we're we're hoping that Anne can stay in a good spot.
1: Yeah, I'm finally in a good spot, and oh. yeah. I today- can hear you. Yes, and this is our my uh, NaNoWriMo Rima week two. National Novel Writing Month, for those of you on Jen's podcast who don't know what I'm talking about, which you probably do because I've heard, um, I've heard you mention it before, right, Jen? Well, I've mentioned it that I, I started a student account at our
0: school, like a school-wide account, but I've never participated in, in it before, but I'm a facilitator for our school now, but um, that's something that I've never done. So I really don't talk about it a lot on my podcast, but you see it all over the social media world. Twitter, Facebook, everybody's talking about NaNoWriMo. I know you've been yeah. doing, How many years have you done it? This makes my sixth. Wow. So what do you feel like is your benefit? Like when people say what's the purpose or why do you do it? You know, I always ask that
1: why. Well, the reason I do it is, A, it's fun. It's a challenge for me because trying to get, because usually when I'm doing writing by myself, I'm really slow, but when I'm pushed to get that, that goal, those 50,000 words in, even if I don't get the 50,000 words in, I'm still a winner. But also, I found a Twitter um, feed, It's and I'm going to butcher this. Um, it's spelled K-I-I-N-G-O, Kingo Writing Sprints. And um, it's at, at writing sprinter. And what they do is they... Um, they have these different sprints. Sometimes it's 10 minutes, 15, 20, or 30 minute sprints. And they have, and you're sprinting on teams red, yellow, blue, or green. I'm on the blue team. All you have to do to join a team is add your number of words and then um, your your team color, the color you choose to be on. So it makes it fun. And they do it after NaNoWriMo. So I may do some sprints after that. But the sprints are helping me to be more productive. And to push me forward. So it's almost like an accountability
0: piece for yourself.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. And I know that everybody else has, you know, we all have our different ways of goal setting and our motivation or, or what we need. The The beauty about it is that we have so many resources out there. We just need to find the one that works for us.
1: Right. And our Wobbers are doing NaNoWriMo. There's an event. Heather Lander put an event up in the right around the block group. And I've been updating her on Facebook with you can put it on the Google sheet. But um, that's how I've been doing it. And some of us do sprints over there.
0: And so now I, I think you might be going out a little bit. I do want to uh, encourage all hello? of our listeners on both of our podcasts because we need to build ourselves in a writing community in a strong writing community because I'm better because of my writing friends. And so even though I don't check in with Anne and say I'm on this word count, like a NaNoWriMo check-in, Anne and I check in with each other on a weekly basis just to check up on each other and what we're up to. Right. Or if, if I need to celebrate, you know, I'm texting Ann going, oh, my gosh, Ann, I just woke up and, you know, my book is doing well. I have to share it with Anne. And I'm not doing it to gloat or boast i'm doing it because i'm so excited i want to share it with my friend and i want her to pray for me to continue to pray for me because not only is it important to be around a writing community but to have prayer partners in your writing walk right and today even when we messed up like when we were trying to do zoom so so what the whole goal of today was is we were going to make a video we're going to put it up on our youtube channels and we were just going to do a check-in talk. Well, we could not get Zoom to cooperate. And Anne's like, we need to pray about this thing. We just need to pray about it. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, because we'll do it another time. And so when you surround yourself by people like that, instead of something that could have been frustrating, we just figured a different way of doing something.
1: Yeah, I did get a little frustrated, I have to admit. But then you I did? figured it out. Yeah, I did. You did. I, I. mean, I was just like, "Well, it's just not meant
0: to be that today. It's meant for us to be on anchor today."
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, and you I know, just realized that. You know, that's just one of those things. Um.
0: So you told and, me about your wife, for Rymo. So how's it been going? You've been doing it for two weeks.
1: I'm actually ahead of the game. I've been. I'm almost finished with the book. I'm gonna have to take some stuff out, but I'm. I've already. I'm pretty much editing the end of the book because I'm at the end. That big that big conflict and payoff where they find the truth, where she finds the truth. Okay. And um, I've got like, I know I've got a bunch of chapters, but they're shorter chapters, but I've got about uh, two more chapters to go, plus a short epilogue after that. And then of course once, and then I've got to go back through rounds of edits later, but I'm at 30, what 37 something. I don't remember right now off the top of my head. I'd have to go look. But yeah, I was at thirty seven thousand one hundred and something, I don't remember like I said, I don't remember exactly. But yeah, so I'm ahead of the game.
0: Wow, in two weeks. Yeah, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, but the word sprints, the uh the word sprint the word sprints on Twitter are really um pushing me, motivating me. So when I was thinking about the goal setting and
0: I was thinking about what helps me stay on track, I went, I I was even texting you, telling you I was trying to find all my journals. So I've been journaling my writing journey and just putting things down. I don't do it as consistently as I used to, because sometimes I'll just speak my goals out loud now and I'll Mm -hmm. go at it. Um, But throughout, throughout this whole year, I've went through three journals. And I love the journals that have like the Bible verses on them. So um, and so I'm actually kind of doing a devotional with the Bible verses and um, I'll write things to myself, encouragement, and then I'll make lists. And so I'm actually on almost finished with my third journal for the year. Um, And that, yes. Wow! it was funny because when I was doing an interview with Kate DiCamillo, she does the journaling too, but she does it in a routine way. Like she does it, you know, an hour of journaling after she does her two pages and then she'll come back to the journal. And I'm like, she was like, can you find it? Can you find the things? It took me a good 10 minutes to go back through all my journals just to find um, my goals that I set for 2019. So I laughed about that, going, Yeah, I, I do it, but I don't do it in an organized <laughs> way. And so maybe Mine is not maybe organized either year, I'm gonna get those tiny little sticket um post its little tiny ones that um can frame the pages. So that way by month by month I can knock those out instead of it just being straight journals and it would help me just visually see which one and, and start going through.
1: And you know what I'm thinking about doing too, my journal, the expressive writing for healing and reflection, I'm thinking about breaking that down and having, creating a new one for scene dumps. And that way I can use my expressive writing for healing and and reflection, not only as a a place where if I'm feeling down, which I haven't been feeling too down lately, I'm going to be honest with you, but if I have those moments, I can write them there. Plus I can use it as brainstorming. Because the reflection part is the brainstorming, but I need a scene dump spot because I have 53 pages in that journal and I need to do something to keep them. I don't want to keep them. I, I don't want them like overly. I don't want like a bunch of stuff in the journal. Not gonna that's that's
0: my for. thing. So I've got my journals in front of me and I was going to show everybody my messy journals. Today, maybe that's why the Lord stopped, stopped the Zoom. He was like, Jennifer, you don't need to show them how like creatively messy you are. <laughs> um, but looking back, like I would do word count. So you're talking about like for NaNoWriMo, you do word count pieces. Like for right. Lyric Harper's book, I actually started on July 15th. And so I actually wrote down on July 15th, how many chapters did I do? July 16th. You know, to look at what my word counts were and to see what my days were. And I think that's really cool that I can go back and look that from July 15th to July 18th, you know, I had Lyric pretty much done, like round one of Lyric.
1: Yeah. And y'all, I'm sorry about any music you might hear in the background, but. Oh, okay, So it's not picking up on my. But I did. (laughs) It's not us. It's my uncle's house that's doing but i did anyway, the
0: daily check-ins in my journal and i didn't post them out like on twitter or anything like that but i was actually doing that as just a part of my goal setting in my book just to see how you know how fast could i write lyric harper like could i meet my goal and be like less than 10 days could i create the books because i was on such a time crunch over the summer
1: girl you should you should email me and say hey i want to do a word sprint we could have done ten or twenty. Yeah, but I just brunch work brunch. all
0: day. Though. Those are fine. You know I me, mean? like in the summertime, like yeah. So in the summertime, I was writing. I wrote seven cha- Let's see. I wrote three chapters in a day, which equals to about like forty-five hundred words. And then in Ju on July sixteenth, wow. I wrote four chapters in the day and some of those one chapter was 3,300 over 3,300 words and so so like I think that I can just Mm. really push myself because I'm on the time crunch I think the time clock is my motivator maybe
1: for me it's I don't I don't have that to worry about right now so I'm kind of slow and sluggish there are days I don't feel like doing I almost didn't write last night but I'm like, you know what, i got to get And so done. you were motivated
0: by the word count on NaNoWriMo, you think? Are there...
1: no, well, not just NaNoWriMo, the but sprints. the word sprints. That's how I do it. If I don't do word sprints, it's like, and I'm doing, I find that when I'm doing it by myself, I don't get as much done. I mean, I could do the 20 off, ten, 20 on, 20, 20 minute writing, 10 minutes off, you know, breaks like that. But I like the word sprints. They do like so many minutes, on sometimes, it'll be a, like a 10 minute championship round at the end, but it'll start with a 15 or a 20, then a couple of 30 minute ones, then a 15, then another 10, something like that, you know, to keep you going and and do those team championship things like that. Though that's what makes it fun, and that's what makes you want to push because you want to see if your team, you know, how you it's a it's like a, you don't want to lean to down, thing, I guess you could call it.
0: <laughs> you exactly. don't want to be the one, and that's you what makes it fun. <laughs>
1: i don't want to be and i don't do them all the time i mean they do sprints 24 7 but i'm not i'm not one of these people who can sprint like that but i can but i'm gonna do like a i do a couple hours and i get and i get work done i get stuff done i mean this is i think i'm gonna start when i'm doing my novels drafting editing whatever and rewriting i think i'm gonna actually start doing those Sprints on Twitter because it keeps me going. Also, well, I hope
0: that everyone that's listening out there understands that we all have our own unique unique ways of approaching our manuscripts. We all have a blank page in front of us. It's just finding what that is that can motivate you to get you through it and get you over any kind of what people call writer's right. block. You know, we just have to figure out ways to push through to get to the page to get the words to come because we can't just keep hiding behind it. You know, it's it's time to step up. We got to step up when I right. look back. So the other day when I was making a podcast, I really wanted to talk about 2020 and I was getting so ahead of myself and I could feel it in my spirit going slow down. Like you're already on here talking to people and your audience is listening to goals that you've got for 2020, and we're still in 2019. And I just felt that in my spirit like I need to slow down a little bit and go back to my 2019 goals. Because 2019 is not forever time. Yet. I still have time. I, I need to go back and be reflective instead of just always pushing forward. I need to take breathing moments and celebration moments because if I tell you what my goals were from the beginning in January I went to my journal and I wanted to do this on the podcast the other day but you know when I'm driving in the car I don't have access to my journals I don't have access to all my knowledge that I've written down in these things and I and my memory Mm -hmm. is not the way it used to be that's the point of journaling and keeping up with this because it's almost like my author journey comes from the podcast like I can go back and look at specific dates and just the title episodes alone will kind of trigger you know what I was doing or where I was at in the writing process but the journals also serve as that and when today when I knew we were going to do the zoom I pulled up the 2019 goal setting page that I set for myself in January and I did a YouTube video on it too but just looking at the goals it's actually kind of hilarious like, they're crazy. Right. Like, do you remember what your goals were? Did you set goals in January when I was setting my goals in January? Did
1: you do that? Um, Not right in January. Now, I did write down that I was going to, when you started talking about the marketing piece, I did write down that I was going to start a podcast. I did know, I didn't really write it down, like, fully. But I knew that that was one of my goals for this year. And that happened. Which is huge. Yeah. So right it is and so seven months um a little over seven months ago and just think if you'd have told me that i was if you'd have told me that i was gonna do this i'd have been like no nah, you're you're fooling but
0: because you were an avid
1: you were an avid podcast listener
0: yes have you still continued uh, since you're so busy now creating your own podcast like do you still keep up with
1: podcast listening or have uh, you? Is it hard? Or do you still? Yes,
0: do
1: that? I do some. I don't subscribe to as many as I was, but I have some that I listen to on a on a regular basis. Um, I found one that's uh, moms don't have time to read books, which um, this this lady she does like anywhere from 20, 25 to forty minute. Um, I think she had one thirty nine minute, and that's all. Most of them are between twenty five and in 35 minutes, uh, maybe a little more than that. But anyway, so she interviews these authors that are on the go. Sometimes they'll be on Skype. Sometimes they'll be pers- in person. But sometimes she'll do fiction, and sometimes she'll do authors who do nonfiction on a specific topic, and it's really interesting. And then I, I don't do the Author Stories podcast unless it's something that I'm wa- like that i interested in that catches my attention, because he does them every day and I just don't have time to sit there and I will get behind because I don't right. have time to catch up on them all. Um, but then I still do my right-minded. I do my blindness related one. Um, Eyes on success on Wednesdays. I do my writer's routine. How do you write? And of course yours. Oh, hugs to you. Every day. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've, I've now you, cause you've got so many really good tips and things. And when you don't do a podcast, and I know you do them <laughs> every day, but I kinda miss What's it. Up? What's today. up? Yeah. The other
0: day when I had that migraine. I know, right. Like it the is... next day, I could not yeah. even. And then Tina was calling me and then my friend Trisha, they were checking on me on the way to work. And so it was like friends checking up on me while I'm supposed to be making the podcast. <laughs> so I missed it. I missed it.
1: Yeah, and I was in a writer's meeting, so I missed the club, the book club thing, too, because, yeah, but um, still, I mean, it's, it's, really it's conscious. a lot it's of
0: energy, though, I, like, for me, it's easy when it's in the car, it is, like, when I'm in the car, it's on the way to work, it's my routine, and I love it, but when it's prep time, when I have to prep, that's the time that it takes hours and hours and days to prep for a podcast, yeah. And it takes and a so when, big, so that's why I kind of over the year I really moved, you know, I slowed down a bit because I was doing tons of author interviews. I, I kind of slowed the pace down, and it's able, you know, my time is freer now to be able to do the things that I need to do um, to set my goals in motion. And so I learned how to prioritize time. But I love doing the podcast. And I tell people all the time, like, they'll say, you know, what are some of your favorite things that you've learned from the year? I'm like, if it wouldn't have been for the podcast, I wouldn't have met you, Pooja, Daniel, Don. Like, I've met, like, wonderful writing friends. That I would have Mm -hmm. never met you guys if this would not have been in my life. So I'm very thankful for the podcast platform. And I would have never met Kate DiCamillo. Like, that is one of the highlights of my adult life. Like, my salvation, my children, my husband, of course. But meeting Kate DiCamillo was one of the highlights of my career ever. Like, my my adult world. And if it wouldn't have been for the Wow, yeah, she was. And building this community like this. And just being on here every day. And consistent. And and sharing. The journey, and it just, you know, in my weird way, people respond to it again. <laughs> and y'all listen, and it's like, it's so fulfilling though, because I feel like it's,
1: it's a way we can give back, right? And um, but and and like I said, if it weren't for the podcast, I'd have never met people like Janine McWills, I'd have never met Christy Bridges. Um, Lisa Penny, there's quite a few that I did not it's amazing.
0: It's amazing. And I remember the first, the first interview was in January that I did. And if I wouldn't have had the lady in the Facebook group to say, Hey, you really should interview this guy. I'm like, well, I don't really do interviews. I've just kind of been talking about writing. And she was like, well, I've got this author, you need to interview him. And I'm like, okay. And that's how it started. Cause I wasn't even doing author interviews. Mm -hmm. And so you think from January to November and the progress that we've made just with our building our community, reaching out to people, sharing our journey, you know, inspiring other people with challenges and and prayer life and, and doing what we are doing, being called by God. I think it's amazing. Like, so I think that. Like with the podcast at the beginning of the year, I didn't even imagine that it was going to explode the way that it did, and you wouldn't have even put it on your goal list.
1: Yeah. So you're
0: saying that All wouldn't right. have been on your it's goal later. list?
1: Hmm. Uh-uh. It would probably. Probably. I mean, I've been. I've been working.
0: Uh-oh. You're going I out of
1: not knowing. Okay. Can you hear me yeah, now? You might have to stay put. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, that, I don't know that, I was thinking about it before I met you, but I would have never, I probably would have never done it because I would have never known where to do it, where to post it, host it and everything, because I didn't, would have never known what was accessible out there. So, you know, you, you gave me that push by the grace of God. God led me to you to give me that push to eat, to, to right. And
0: that's the strong suit about building writing community like building and connecting with people. right? So another thing that I wrote on my author goals was create the jewelry line for Sweet Potato Jones. And I thought that was the craziest thing to put down because I did not know how to make jewelry. And it was funny that I'm writing something down on my goal list and I'm like, I can't even do this. And then the Lord was like, I'll show you, I got you. And then the Lord provided the jewelry for donations and the next thing I know I'm making jewelry and I have an Etsy store and I'm like okay I can make jewelry now so I can cross that one off my list from 2019
1: right my goal was to do uh, to sell bookmarks and Bible uh, Bible covers for um, you know to go with the books last year but that didn't work people were not really interested in those crochet items and I had to go to an arts and crafts store and I didn't know anything about Etsy, but like I said it, it that just didn't work out. So you know what I dropped that and went on to something else. April I'm putting together my first poetry book. I'm gonna be putting it together next starting it next month my the editor Kelly Barr that was talking to me about my my the editing you know that editor I told you about that I was gonna work that I yes. was asking about working with I'm gonna send her I'm gonna send Kelly three of my poems. And let her look over them while I'm getting the manuscript together. And then I'm going to do the intro of how I got inspired to start really working on poetry. And then I'm thinking about doing category. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. themed intros. Yeah, I've got themes, but I'm thinking about doing themed intros. Um, But I don't know. I'll have to pray over that. But I definitely want to get that done. Because after I get through with NaNoWriMo, I'm taking a break from the... the High the fast paced work on this novel, but I definitely want to get that done. But I want to give myself some time to let it relax before I go back yes. to it again. Um, and, and that's when I'm going to work on the poetry book, get Kelly Barr to edit it, get some help with formatting and a cover for it, and get it up there. Um, so that it can be released on April 1st in honor of National Poetry. And so, would Note. that have been a goal at the beginning of 2019 for you? No. I no. know. I'm hearing this. No, <laughs> no because, and because I would not have even considered writing poetry again, because the last few years I tried to write poetry, it didn't work. And then I went back and looked at those old poems I posted on my blog, and I ended up adding more verses. I mean, putting, separating the, the verses into stanzas, just doing so much more with it. And those poems are going into good, my collection. Good. Yep. Yeah. So I'm, I'm working toward that. I've got the, the mermaid fingernails was the first one that I, it's not gonna be the first one in the book. Cause that's on my seaside poems category. But that was like, that that's, that was the one oh, I was love, really proud of. Love.
0: And another one of my goals was watch sweet potato Jones do its thing. And then sweet potato got pushed up through the publishing company So now it's going to be a 2020 release. But at least I went through this year with the editing and going through with the editor and and finalizing it. And now it's in its final stages. My date was October 15th when I had to turn in my final manuscript to the publisher with all the changes and everything. So now I can just shift that goal and move it from 2019 to 2020. So it's just getting slid over. Right. And I would have, like, even at the beginning, you realize that my goals, the only, I put Everyday Mom Challenge to be an Amazon bestseller, which it hit, and then organize a successful book tour, which I did a good start of a book tour for fall. I'm very proud of, you know, starting that. Um, And it has been successful. But you realize that there's nothing else on there about starting new work. And look how much work came this summer.
1: If, if, if somebody, if I'd have told you, you were going to be publishing 11 <laughs> books this summer in January, Heck would you have believed no. me? no. I would have said, and you've lost <laughs> your ever-loving mind. That's what I'd have said. If, if you'd have told me I was going to be publishing a poetry book last April. I'm going to tell you, I would never believe you either. That's the
0: thing about allowing the Holy Spirit to move within you and just listening to the call. Like, you can write down as many goals as you want. You can can think you've got it all figured out for the year. And then the Lord can come knocking on your spirit and say, "Um, I've got something for you. And you've just got to be willing to open the door. You've got to be willing. And that's what happened to me. It's been insane. Like, all of the books. And I look back at like a I'm gonna call it a little sleeper book okay because my boyfriend's back is a little sleeper it that is one of the first books that I published over the summertime it came out July 13th it came out before Hartwell Chronicles came out like it was one that I put up and I didn't do a lot of publicity with it I didn't do a lot of I wouldn't go well it I didn't book. do a lot of marketing with it like I didn't I mean <laughs> it, it got published it got put up I it was available at Barnes & Noble and, and Amazon, and I talked about it a little bit. But I didn't go full-fledged, you know, making Facebook Lives with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't do a big birthday with it. I didn't do it justice, maybe, is what I should have said.
1: Well, you may, th- may not think you did, but you were talking about it on the podcast. And you don't know how many people just on your podcast— we'll go out and look for stuff and you know l- l- listen to you, what you you know what you're talking about and go and search for that and that may have driven and they might your have said hey sales. that
0: sounds like a really cool book I'd like
1: <laughs> and I and yeah, I like word how she talks and she probably writes the same way that
0: she talks which is hilarious because what did you notice when you read my boyfriend's uh, back you and that was <laughs> so you <laughs> so ann is texting me was- and ann is going okay UFC She was like, Miss Rachel watching UFC. I'm like, yep, that's me. That's me right there. Those (laughs) knockout roses, that was her favorite flower. And those were my mom's, one of my mom's favorite flowers too. So I had to put that in there. But you know, like my whole experience kind of seeps in little corners of books and and ends up being there. But like, that was like a little, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to call it a sleeper or I'm just going to call it a late bloomer. I don't know, but When My Boyfriend's Back came out, I didn't get, like, a lot of hits on that book. I got more on Lyric and The Raptor Revolution. Like, those were my top sellers. Like, those were pushing over that and The Heart Chronicles. So, The Raptor has, I think, been my most successful
1: book. Not only that, I think your audio is what's going to drive the success. Oh, gosh. The audio
0: went crazy. Like, the audio number three today on the bestsellers list for audible and you know you know the wide range of books on audible like it's crazy Mm -hmm. the number of audible books and so I am so happy for my narrator she did a wonderful job. She's such a sweet spirit. She was such a professional to work with. She was amazing. Like, when we finished that, I was like, okay, so now I want you to do a magical Christmas wedding. I want you to do bridges, crossings, and tides. <laughs> um, you're pretty much... Um, I love her and Justina. And I'm like, you guys are staying with me, like, forever. Abigail I was good, Abigail, too. I but... loved her. She was absolutely the perfect voice for Lyric. I could have... It was like she stepped into the role of Lyric. There could have been nobody else she did? for her. Like. Oh, she, she did. She was phenomenal, too. She was outstanding. So, like. But I like so, Justina, too. Even though I've had some little snags along the way. And I'm still praying about all of that. I would have never in a million years thought I would have done an audiobook. And I'm so glad. Well, no, you kept talking about it. I'm so glad it. I did. But, like, in January, if you would have told me, I would have produced all of this work and then went to audio I would have been like nah I'm just waiting on Sweet Potato to come out I'm kind of just waiting I thought I was like in a holding period and the Lord had other plans for me he was like no you, you've got work to do mm-hmm. you're not you're not just hanging out you're 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 working and you can work for me while you wait for Sweet Potato and so the audio the audible books um, I got my first audible account because I didn't ever listen to books. And I got my first Audible account when the um, my first book came out, when Lyric came out. I actually purchased mm-hmm. the Audible um, account so I could have it on my phone. Because, like, I wanted to carry it around in case people would say, oh, I want to hear. Like, can I have a preview? And I could hit play really fast and let people hear it. So I felt that that was important. And so that lets you know that Audible books... If you'd have told me last year that would have happened, I would have been like, nah, sweet potatoes got to get picked up with a contract with my publisher company. I can't do this stuff by myself. I didn't know it was possible for self published authors to do it. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> oh, and it's funny. Oh, I got something to tell you funny to tell you about that. Can't yeah. do something. Because remember how I kept telling oh, you, yeah. I can't write poetry? I really don't. Oh, um, the Holy Spirit kept telling me, uh, tell me you can't after you've written mm-hmm. 20. Mhm. <laughs> right tell me you can't do audio after you've pu- after you've published i know book it. 11 books <laughs> and so audible might be your next
0: step too you never know
1: yeah i want to get my poetry book up there i want to want to um i want to do that to get that and i'm hoping i can get justina yeah she's good. awesome
0: and i know that mm-hmm. the poetry book my poetry book came to be because the student emailed me and she said i love her her name is queen that's her real name she emailed me and she said I want to do a poetry book I've decided I feel called to do this can you help me and I got so convicted I was like of course I want to help the student she knows I'm going to help her but how can I help her if I've not done one myself like I've got to study poetry (laughs) books I've got to research poetry books and in order to do all of that it was a motivator to me to go out and look at you know, best-selling publishing books, looking at how they added graphics and and doodling and drawings. And I'm like, you know what? I'm putting my pieces together. I'm doing this. And so if it wasn't for Queen emailing me over the summer, I probably would have never went that step. And now I've got the book and the poetry uh, audible out. I mean, it's it's amazing mm-hmm. what the Lord can do if you're just a willing and open exactly. vessel. Like if you can just be right an open vessel and say, Lord, pour into me. I'm, I'm here for you, like, but I'm going to tell you, once you ask the Lord to, to start working, get ready for the ride, because it has been a phenomenal year.
1: Oh, I know it. Let me tell you something. Okay, I unpublished stories outside the box, because I'm going to tell you why. Some of my stories, I took it out of the contract with Crimson Cloak Publishing, which I'm on, you know, get in touch with Carly about that next year. That's one of my goals next year to hopefully get the two, A Journey of Faith or, and Maggie's Gravy Train Adventure, done through them. If not, if they're not going to want to do... Well, I'm well. the editor's already started editing it, so I can't back out of that now, or I'd have to pay a lot of the money. Anyway, but with Stories Outside the Box, I'm going to make sure all my stories are fully developed, add a few stories that I worked on for, you know, like the, w, the WAB fiction, flash fiction thing, and then... Um, the Furious Fiction, because that story doesn't feel... Well, Furious Fiction,
0: yeah, because it's 500 words. Like, it might need to be longer, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm going to do that, and I've got a a fantasy fairy tale thing where I took Goldilocks and the Three Bears and wrote the the behind-the-scenes, and I'm turning it into a fantasy. And I've got, you know, like, a few stories like that 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 I can actually add, and I want to develop some of the other stories that are really short because they were flash fiction pieces what I think really need to be, to be, um, done. And I'm not going to just stick with 10,000 words. If I can get one at 15,000, you know, make some of the longer stories to make it a really good and collection. Not just this little short thing that I, you know, did as an experiment, but I want to get that done. I'm changing, you know, I'm, I'm working on a journey of faith doing, this would be a third edition. Um, not a second, but I want to update that. And get Journey to the Mountaintop out, uh, re- re-edited and get it out. And then...
0: You're talking 2020 goals.
1: Right. And then um, then I want to get the do the prequel to A Journey of Faith. Which right now is titled Jason's Peril that I've got to finish drafting. And then I want to work on... I've got to pray about the, the final book where Jason find, finds, forgives his father and finds closure. Which I don't want to tell too much about because you'd have to read all the other books first. To find out what I'm talking about. And. Um, I want to get that out. And then I need. I've got so many other projects. The children's book. I think I'm going to make it in middle grade. Um, adventure. Mystery kind of thing. Um, I've got that to do. I started a sequel to Maggie's Gravy Train Adventure. That I'm going to look at and see if I there's anything I can do with it. I'm going to pray about it. And if there's not. I may just leave that. And come back another year. But. Yeah, and, and wait, and you know, wait a little while on that, and then I've got the Apple Wheel, which will be I've got my other fantasy to do. Then I've got the couple of other Nana novels I need to look at in the coming years. So I've got so much I want to get done, but I'm not going to rush myself because if I rush myself, it ain't going right. to come out. It, not. But if come you out do really the good.
0: word sprints and you and you monitor yourself, mm-hmm, right, you could get, you could get a lot of it done. You could check off at least your final edits. You know. Mm-hmm. So you could put one baby to bed before you, you get the other one up, you know, like you got to put one to rest.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to bank books like you do because I, I would definitely need help with that. And I want to make sure that it's done right. Even if I get beta readers, I'm going to have a friend of mine, beta read, who's in Atlanta. But I'm still going to talk to Kelly Barr and see how much she's going to charge me because I'm I'm really hoping that she's not going to charge me too much. And maybe she'll accept monthly payments. I'm praying that, you know, she's willing to work with me. Because if so, and if I can get some book sales, then I I think I would rather have her right. as my editor.
0: Yeah, I have I have Ella Rock as my dream editor. She's a YouTuber, and there's something about her spirit. I don't know what it is. Like if I'd ever get like an editor, um, she would be like my number one top priority to get. But she's she's pricey, but she's good. You could tell she's good just by the way she communicates herself and her area of expertise is middle grades and YA and children's lit so that's definitely something I'm going to I know for 2020 I really feel this focused need to live within the books of children's literature and I have found that Mm I because if you so you've read the raptor revolution lyric harper and you've read My boyfriend's back. All three of those are middle grades fiction, and I know that they could also go into YA. Not maybe the Raptor Revolution, but I know that.
1: No, but lyric. I mean lyric and my boyfriend's back. But they could could sit. So they could sit well in
0: middle grade shelves and YA shelves. Um, and I just, I just feel led to be in that middle grades children's lit world and I love I had so much fun writing the rapid revolution and working that book and then talking about that book with people out at book sign-ins like if you ask me like what's my favorite one to like talk about and explain just talking about the characters just makes me happy I don't know it's just odd Mm-hmm. And so I met Eve Cully this year through the podcast and she writes the Barntown series and I absolutely loved her books. And, and they are the cutest books ever. And they remind me of Stuart Little and I'm like, you know what, you know, these books just make me happy. They make my spirit happy just to read them. And that's what we need more of. We need to find out in our lives, what makes us happy.
1: I'm going to tell you one of my reading goals. I don't know if it's for this year or next year, because I got so many books on my list but one of the books I downloaded, because you had mentioned it back in April, and I'm like, you know what? I've got to read this. The Boy Who Harnessed yes. the Wind. I almost forgot about it, but my spirit, it was like I was led to that book.
0: And so so find things like that, that your spirit comes knocking. You know, but when people give me books now, I'm almost like, and they're giving me books. Like just this week, I got two Frank Peretti books. And they're, like, gigantic. They're, like, as big as my head. Like, they're huge books. <laughs> they're so big.
1: Yeah, but you can I read know. those. in since you're not interviewing, you could read those, like, a chapter a day. i like, I just like want to mm. read Stuart Little again. Like, I just want to be, you know, <laughs> I'm starting
0: Matilda. I just finished James and the Giant Peach. And I'm going into Matilda. And I'm like, I just want to be here for a while. Like, guys, I'll put these books on my list. I can't tell you when I'm going to get to them. But these books are just really something that I need right now.
1: Right. Now, James and the Giant Peach, I haven't downloaded it yet, but I did read that in Braille years ago. And that was an amazing book. I'm telling you. James and these other characters living inside this peach. Yes. And the peach is their there. Trans- I love it. Love that was it. Just, <laughs> Love the creativity. That was a fantasy. I'd love to get, I'd love to get um, Sharon. She in, would love it. She would. She, you need to try yeah. her
0: on it because um, just right at chapter one, it starts very fast, very tragic. You know, parents die. The, the, the kid is abused by the ants and you champion him. Like you champion him from page mm-hmm. one. He's four years old at page one. And it's like you champion this child. Um, And so there's something about living in these books. The Katie Camillo's book study changed my life. Like, I really believe the Lord opened those doors to my spirit to say, you need to, you need to really go back. You know, I'm K-12 certified too. And I lived a long time in the elementary world. I've only been working high school since 2012. So I've been teaching since 1996. And so, between 1996 and 2012, I mainly lived in the elementary school world, and so I more of my experiences at elementary level than even high school. And so, I just feel mm-hmm. like it's my place. It's, I just my heart feels good there. But when I wrote a magical Christmas wedding, that was my attempt at an adult book. When I got the reviews back yesterday, I can't tell you how that made my heart sing, though. So.
1: I saw that text. I'm like, wow. Tish said she was gonna get it. She had, I don't think she's gotten it yet, but she said she was definitely she gonna said get She said she
0: was one. going to get it next and um I gave her the codes for the audibles because she got um my boyfriend's back.
1: Yeah, I gave her your email address. Oh, no, I hope I, you... I messaged her oh, I actually, oh, okay. Cause I gave her your email well, address I messaged to her you. on
0: Twitter because she kept saying, you know, like she's always been so supportive and she'll say like, congratulations or she'll, she'll always, you know, like my things or, and it just feels so good mm-hmm. to have that support. And so yesterday, I just felt led to say, hey, you know what? I want to give you these codes so you can have the Audible books. And she was like, oh, I'm on it. My, my daughter's got my boyfriend's back. She's reading it right now. And I'm like, well, then, you know, I'll give you the Audibles and you can have the um, audio books. And so I sent her all three audio books, even my poetry book yesterday, because I know she likes poetry, Because I saw it on her um, her information on Twitter, but I just felt led by the Lord to just give that yesterday. Yeah, she
1: you gotta check out her book, and I think she's got it like yeah, it's the Nano book. I saw that Mm -hmm. right. Echoes, but the haikus it's for it's for Nano writers, but the haikus are for anybody. It's thirty day a day to day thirty days of writing. I googled
0: it yesterday. I actually was looking at it on um, Amazon, and I'm and I've um, got it.
1: I read one every and day. And I'm like, you
0: know, it's, it's just good to continue to to give to people, to, to give time to people, to give your energy. You know, while you're making goals, I would have never thought that goals meant helping and giving back so much. And then with the anthology, we're calling it a Bible devotional now. We're not going to call it an anthology because it's really what it is. It's a Bible devotional for NAMI. Oh, okay. Because it's a collection of... You know, it's, it's really a collection of devotionals. And if you hear the word anthology, right. I guess it does. One of the other writers, she messaged me and was like, This would make people think they're short stories. Short
1: stories or are just poetry, short essays. Essays. or
0: something like that. And she was like, You really, if, if we put devotional, people will know right away that um, this is for them.
1: I would suggest you get that one in Audible too. So right now, I, I want to start it on ebook. Like okay, but I would suggest you do that on Audible eventually because you got some that either don't know how to do read ebook or you know don't want to do ebook for whatever reason and prefer to do Audible. That's just my suggestion. And I'm looking, I'm looking at ways to um,
0: hopefully in the future, like with sweet potato, do the cookbook. We were going to do the cookbook this year and give it all the proceeds to the Raleigh Rescue Mission. But the book got postponed, and I'm like, I'm not going to put the cookbook out ahead of the book. I want the book out first, and then I want the cookbook out, so that way when I go out with Sweet Potato at book sign-ins, I'm going to have the cookbook right there. And so Mm -hmm. people can have it, and so when they buy the cookbook, they can buy it, like, as a package, and then all that money can go to the Raleigh Rescue Mission. So, I, I put that, and it's funny how that came to be, but... But then when Sweet Potato got put on hold, we still have a way to give back. And so the NAMI organization for the National Alliance on Mental Illness, that's going to be huge. Um, and so I'm really proud that the Lord has opened those doors from the national organization. But just knowing that I've got such great writer friends who has submitted some awesome work, by the way, Ann. Wow. You. Love cool. it. Love it. And guess what I found today? You're going to love it. So what what I'm doing is I'm taking the guiding Bible verses and I'm making Canva images for them. So I'm making Mm -hmm. like backgrounds because if you go to an ebook, you can see JPEGs in there, but they'll shift around if you put something small. But if you make a full page, you can actually put a picture in there and it'll scroll like a big picture. So what I'm going to do is between each devotional, it's going to be like a wallpaper picture that's going to have the Bible verse and it's going to have a lantern in the background to represent the light of Christ. Like you're not alone. And a I found one that has a brick wall and the lantern. And so guess what your Bible verse is going to be on? A brick wall. What? <laughs> <laughs> be <laughs> that
1: it is, had to be that is just yeah so cool. it looks pretty that it is looks really cool.
0: pretty the book is coming along um, really well but i gotta
1: yeah i gotta tell you something about the other night thursday night i was doing my word sprints and stuff and the holy spirit just when joanne when one of my characters passed away that the dark night of the soul part of the mystery when she passed away um the holy spirit was like giving me these songs Amazing grace on piano, fairest Lord Jesus, it is well with mm, my Lord. soul. Walk around me, Jesus, just as I am. And I was putting these on an Amazon music mm-hmm. playlist. Love it, called A Journey of Faith. Yes, I started you my playlist. You texted me that
0: the other day, and I was like, finally, that's what I wanted to say. Finally, it,
1: because you, it love music. It, it you was love like music, you love music, right? But the Holy Spirit, I couldn't. I still haven't got Becca's theme yet. I still haven't figured out what her theme is going to be yet, but these hymns, she plays a lot of these on the piano. So I had to have yes. that playlist.
0: Yes. I think it's important, even if it's just for us and and a reader doesn't pick it up, it's good for us because then we can always right. go back to that, that music and that place and we can remember. So, yeah. I think it...
1: And not only remember, but it, it kind of spurs us yes. on forward. And it's
0: fun. It's fun to make playlists. Right.
1: Right. So I'm proud of you
0: I'm proud of everything you've accomplished right. for 2019 you've been on a roll
1: I have I have and I'm still almost like I said I'm almost done and it's like and sometimes I don't know about you but when I know there's big there's a big upheaval coming up for the character it will it I can feel mm-hmm. it in my it's spirit
0: because you love these people I love my right. characters it's very heavy i, I I mean, I want, want to too. champion my characters forever. I love each and every one of them, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand. It, I think that's the that's the writer's heart, because we become so invested in their life that we that we care for them, you know. <laughs> right, so, but you got to push through it. You got to push exactly. through it. Yep, because we have to honor that oh, page. Yeah. We got to honor that character, and then it's mm-hmm. all about the reader. Like, how can we continue to keep getting our books into the hands of readers or listeners, whether it's Audible, right. whether it's their hand, whether it's in a Kindle, like, you know, providing them access, getting the books out there. We just got to continue to work because that's what it's all about. It's, yeah, it's great that we're writing books, but we've got to really understand that there's a, a whole nother dynamic here. That's our responsibility. And we just got to keep connecting with people. And so right. that's my 2020 goal, too, is to continue to connect with people, to continue to champion my books and do what I can to help get them out there. Because if, mm-hmm. if not, I mean, sure, I wrote them and my kid loves them. Sam loves them to pieces. You know, I mean, he's ready for book two. He's he's ready. When is when are we writing a raptor revolution again? Like, you know, he's ready for all that. But it's got to be more than that. It's got to be, you know, we're writing this for people. they are books that matter. All right. I think the books right. matter.
1: They do. And I like what Kate Kate D. Camillo said about that. It's gotta got to to matter.
0: And so so stuff is going around right now about books don't have to matter.
1: Yes they do. I've I, yes, yes they, do. they do. Like
0: we are given we are called to this if work. They, we and yeah, even entertainment right. matters. Even the entertainment value of escaping into someone's world, that matters. Yeah, exactly.
1: If it didn't, then why would God give us the the talents and the gifts to do this work?
0: Exactly. I know. So, so Mm -hmm. I hope that all of our listeners out there understand that, like, we've been talking about goals for 2019 and we still keep sneaking in things about 2020 because we can't help ourselves. We keep talking about it. Right. But it's, it's about just being open and willing, just that vessel for the Lord to be able to use. And just to continue to understand that in our imperfections, we draw closer to Christ. And then when we don't know how to do things, the Lord always shows up and helps us. And he puts people in our path to help us. And we just keep pushing through. And I, and I think we're a good testament of, you know, walking
1: by faith. And I've got one more goal to, to mention because I tweeted her last night. I have sent out an invite for Kimberly Faith, who is a Christian artist. To be on my podcast. And so you're looking
0: at like. Pat- particular people you would love. To be able to interview.
1: Well. And I'm just, I looked, I saw her. Some of her tweets. And I've retweeted some of her stuff. If you go look out back at my timeline. You can see that. And there was a song from, from. She gave a quote from one of her songs. Called Love That Won't Hurt You. I think is the name of it. And when she quoted it. I'm like I gotta listen to this. And I found her on Amazon Music. And I was listening to her while I was writing. And I felt led in my spirit to reach out well, to good.
0: Her. And that's what you do. You're you called to do it. Do it. And just right. answer the call. And so we're challenging you guys to answer your call. Whatever that may be. And to continue to walk in truth. And in the spirit. And lean on the Lord. Like, when you don't know, just lean on God. He knows it all. He's got the plan. That 2019 plan right. was so small. And look what God had in store for me, 2019. And it's just because I trusted in him. So, that's what I say to you guys. Just trust in the Lord with all your heart. And he will lead you. All right. Last words for right. you, Ann.
1: Okay. All right. So... I want to challenge you guys, while you're in that vein, answering calls, not just writing, but reading. Oh. Go out there and read to get inspired. Yes. Write something inspired, inspiring, and go and share your creation with the world. Because remember, when you touch one life, you've touched a thousand. All right. Thanks guys. for joining Ooh, us. All right. We love y'all very much. Thanks for
0: joining me and Anne while we're just talking our writing mess. <laughs> and we'll and talk to you guys later. Will. So continue bye to pray bye. for me and Anne and we'll pray for you guys. Bye. Bye.
1: I'll call you back if you got a few minutes. Bye.